Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Fronte. Mike, how you doing? Well, as always, Tyler, I am chilling. How are you doing? Uh, I'm chilling myself. We got, you know, 2020 was a, a drought of movies. We've gone over that plenty of times on the podcast and numerous episodes, but 2021, pandemic's on the way out. We got our first blockbuster of the year. Maybe we didn't we didn't watch it in an nice IMAX screen like it's intended, but we have a blockbuster. Thank you to Warner Brothers with Godzilla versus Kong, one of the movies that was supposed to come out last year, and I think this is honestly the easiest movie to describe. Uh, Godzilla fights Kong a few times, and that's basically the movie. Um, but obviously there are spoilers, and there are some spoilers for this movie. You know, yeah, it's a monster movie, but you know. So, Mike, what'd you think of the movie? Well, how do I put this delicately? The movie was decent. Putting a real the, delicate. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite mm-hmm. movie to watch because um, the human story, like for what it was, yes, the movie was a lot of fun to watch because when Kong and Godzilla went up to bat and versus Mechagodzilla. That was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Where it really lost me is when they went into the, essentially, I'm going to laugh for saying this, the upside-down world, right? At the center of the universe. Okay. Or center of the Earth, whatever. Mm-hmm. That That's where it really fucking lost me. Yeah, it just kind of, not a lot of it made sense, in my opinion. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Yeah, the... Uh... Shit, what was the name of it again? The, it's inverse. What, what, what's the name of the... Uh... I, I couldn't even tell you the actual name that they called it. That's why I called it the Upside Down Place, because funny enough, we were from Stranger Things in the movie, but she doesn't go to the Upside Down Place. Hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about her in would a few have, minutes and how that... would have been two on the nose. I understand where you're coming from. Personally, I didn't mind it. It's kind of out of left field, but also... Uh, Adam Wingard, who has come in to direct the movie uh, for this one, and for each of the MonsterVerse movies, there have been each one has had a separate director. So yeah. while there might be a unified vision for the movies, it's not like there is a it's not like Snyder and with DC movies, or and as far as I know, there's not even like a Kevin Feige kind of producer running this. So it's a bit hard to keep it all airtight Contained. and connected. Yeah. yeah, but I think I was okay with it because one. Kong needs a way to fight Godzilla. So yeah. going there, getting a weapon works. Uh, Stormbreaker, if you basically, will. he becomes Thor. Yes. Um, just missing the eye patch, but oh, he'll get that eye patch. <laughs> I, I think I like how they tried to connect it to Skull Island. How it's like the same kind of environment, and you know, from Skull Island, they could kind of hint that. There is a there is a history to Kong and to other monsters, yes. uh, which you did see when you go to the island. Now, obviously, if I want to start poking holes, how the fuck did Kong go from that island, that that world, to that island? Because the whole journey getting there not easy. It's not easy getting there, uh, or getting a portal there. Also, Godzilla kind of op at times i i gotta say like you know because the first half of the movie is the journey getting yeah. there you know everyone's happy down there you know kong the humans 
And Godzilla's like, I heard you talking shit. And then just melts a hole to the world in yes. five seconds from Hong Kong. It's like, all right, you can clearly go whenever you want. That's okay, though, because it's Godzilla. He can yeah. do that. Yeah, I guess. He's a walking nuclear reactor. I guess so. Yeah, that that was one thing that I was kind of a little apprehensive about is, is glowing back. I was kind of like, like, do they really need that? Well, they only did it once for the first Godzilla, and it was like a big hype moment, and it worked there. King of the Monsters is like, all right, we're going to do it a bit more because he's fighting more monsters. But I kind of agree with you. It seems like every minute or so, his back was he's just glowing up. blue. Yeah, and it's like, I get it. I it's kind of like a power up thing, I guess. But it's like, do we really need to see it? Uh, honestly, I, I know it's not probably not the best reference, but it's basically like Dragon Ball. Like Goku becomes Super Saiyan first few times, it's a big deal, and then he just yeah. turns it off and on whenever he wants. That's what Godzilla's yeah. doing with this. Yeah, it's not a bad uh, comparison. Because yeah, first movie, it's a big deal. King of Monsters, he starts to do more, and at this time, it's like anytime Kong moves at him, it's like all right, I'm lighting up. Yeah. Overall, though, I think I think it's a pretty good movie. My thought overall is that it's pretty good, considering how bad it could have went plot wise, and sure. there are some parts of the plot that are pretty bad. I think Very. this definitely does feel, and please, yeah, let me know if you think this is the wrong idea. But this definitely felt like it's Godzilla versus Kong. This is a Kong movie featuring Godzilla. Yeah, for the most part, it was heavily revolved around Kong. Yes, yes, like yeah, he's got the first title in it, but it's basically Kong's journey to a new home while trying to deal with Godzilla while Godzilla's off doing his own thing. Which I didn't mind, because there has to be an actual plot. You can't just have him fight yeah. for two hours. And I thought the plot was half decent. but And I think the Kong side of characters were good. I like the child. I like the the, the scientist. That, that was a solid yeah. group. Um, except the rich daughter. She was kind of a bitch. Well, I feel like that was supposed to happen, though. I know. I know that was her role. And I mean, I guess she played it well. Um, Godzilla's human characters, though, from King oh, of the Monsters. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, just I think that's what turned me off a lot about the movie. Like whenever they showed up on screen, I was like, I really don't care. That's when I pulled out my phone. It's like, all right. Um well who was the guy? Kyle Chandler? Like he's a good actor, but he has literally two scenes. Yeah. There there's a fuck. There's another uh pr- pretty famous actor in there that only had one line in the movie. And it's like, what? Like I saw his name, I was like, oh that's cool. It's the uh I think he's from The Wire. I forgot his name right now. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, I'm going to go pull up his name. But anyway, like, I saw him in the title card. It's like, oh, cool. You know, getting more interesting human characters. And he has one line that the city's being evacuated. And I never saw him again. But where we spent, you know, instead of spending time on them, who do we spend time with? Millie Bobby Brown, the kid from Deadpool 2, and a conspiracy theorist. Fantastic. Which was... I was getting very, very weird vibes from that whole trifecta. I was like, something's just off about this. It just doesn't sit right. Also, I just feel bad for, I'm just calling him the kid from Deadpool too, because like he stole his brother's van for her. She immediately hijacks it and was about to take off, leaving him there stranded. And he gets shit on when he questions anything her or the other guys say. Like, oh my God, he drinks tap water. What a bitch. 
Yeah, it's... Uh... I feel bad for him. Like, yeah, are those two right? Yes, but I'm being too hard on him. For one point of view. Well, I just feel like they weren't... Like, the chemistry between those three was annoying. Like, it wasn't likable. There was no camaraderie. Like, I felt with the con people. Yeah. Like, the con people, like, like the, the male scientist. Yeah, you know, maybe he has a different point of view on what he wants to do, but he works with the scientist and the girl, and they work with Kong, and they support him. Godzilla's, by the way, like, Godzilla's humans, like, they never meet Godzilla at all. Ever. Ever. They just, oh. They'd all die. They'd yeah. all die. Yeah. Oh, and the, like, the guy was talking about Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got Lance Reddick in this, and he, he gets one line. I don't know. Also, I feel this movie coming in at just under two hours. I feel there was stuff cut. There were what? Yeah, I, I feel there was content cut from this, it, it, especially toward the ending. It felt like it just sped run to the end, to the credits. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, what could they have really cut? I feel like that they did but, what they needed to do in the story. Yeah, but like, I, I it feel didn't like maybe... feel like an incomplete movie. It didn't feel like an incomplete movie. It just had the after the final battle, it just feels rushed. Like, I think maybe show a few minutes of where the humans are post, like post, you know, maybe a couple months or how's the, how does the world view Godzilla or Kong post that battle and then wrap it up. Well, I think they're going to go a very similar way of uh, Batman versus Superman. So Godzilla is actually going to go to DC for a, a hero committee. Okay. Cause you know, the Senate called him in. Yeah, Zenit called him in and said, hey, we got to talk about your use of power. Should you be able to act? And that's where they're going to introduce their Lex Luthor-like character who's going to uh-huh. have some cripple guy blow up blow up DC. And then that's going to spark another Kong back from the movie. Dead. Yep. And that's when you're going to have Kong versus Godzilla 2. Uh-huh. Because Kong's like, no, nah, man, you can't, you can't be doing this. I did get when... Uh, our one friend said he was getting Batman vs Superman vibes from this movie because he's not wrong. No, no, especially toward the end, it's um, it's like identical. Yeah, uh, and the like end, not in a good way. Man I mean, creates from... something to kill Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more humanoid species, Kong has a devastating weapon that could kill Godzilla. So, sorry, you need to. we need to expand on that. It's not something to kill Godzilla. Like Batman v Superman, where they use Zod's body to make Doomsday, these people used King Kador's, one of his heads, to yeah. control Mecha Godzilla. So it's literally making something the previous enemy was to make a new enemy for Godzilla. And that didn't really work too well. No, it didn't. Also, apparently, I read online the uh, the uh, Japanese guy, the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he's the son of the uh, the Japanese guy from the first two Godzilla movies. That would have been nice to maybe get a bit of backstory why why he wants to kill Godzilla because he believes Godzilla's the reason his father's dead. That would have been nice, a little motivation. Yeah. But that's what you think. Yeah, yeah. But when I read online, I got to read those comments about it. Yeah, it's. Mm, I get it. It's a monster movie, but. With like the little, like I said, the movie was strong in aspects of the monsters. Agreed. The story around it is where it falls apart. I also agree because again, like if they want to have this connected universe, 
you gotta start strengthening up the characters. Like yes. I was fine with King of the Monsters having shitty humans because the fights were cool. And you kind of get away with it here. But if you're gonna have sequels to this, you need and you're gonna keep these characters around. They need to be better. Yeah. Because when you're spending half the movie dedicated to them, walking around and doing stuff, avoiding towers, crumbling, I need to actually care. So I'll tell you right yeah. now, the only person if the the only person I would have cared that died in that movie would have been like the little girl. If anyone else died, I would not have given two shits. That's a very good point. Let's talk a little but, bit about the fights because we actually got quite a few. And it was kind of like a, there's, there's some good ones in there. It was kind of like a boxing or like an MMA where it's like round one, round two. Oh yeah, that was. I it was, was nice. It was, I I I did enjoy it. I did like how some of it was in the daytime. You know, the yep. King of the Monster fights uh, were good, but a lot of it was in the dark. Obviously, to hide the CGI cheap yeah. and all that, but I did like how they went all out. You know, first one was in, you know, sunset mode. You can clearly see them. Uh, definitely, book. I mean, it wasn't their choice, but Kong was definitely at a, a disadvantage being surrounded by water. Yeah. And wow. I don't know. I, I like they, they showed their strengths when needed. Yeah. So, like, because there were times where just Kong was just mopping them up. And then there was times where Godzilla was like, all right, dude, you know what? I'm going to stop fucking around. I'm going to start start getting serious in here. Yeah, Kong starts to get cocky with the axe, and Godzilla's like, all right, you want me to actually kill you? Let me try to actually kill you now. And, you know, dislocates his shoulder, puts him in the ground. It's like, okay, okay, we got it. Yeah. I like at the end how, like, Godzilla could have finished him, Mm-hmm. And then didn't. It was kind of like, yo, real recognize real though. You put up a good fight. Stay down. Yeah, I do like how they have a little bit of respect at the end, which he better because he's the only reason he's alive, thanks to Khan taking down Mechagodzilla. But I feel like we're ignoring something pretty big. Which is how are these two operating on an intellectual plane? Are they just animals? Like we know Kong is somewhat intelligent because mm-hmm. he can technically communicate with the little girl through sign language and the other researcher right yep godzilla as far as we know is he operating just on a primal instinct or does he has have some level of intelligence to comprehend like an ally or an enemy rather than well obviously he can comprehend an enemy mm-hmm. yes um but, i think they're just i think they're just acting like two two different animal species in the wild all right they could they, they just have that feeling yeah, and like they see through the fight, it's like, all right, Godzilla dropped the axe. Uh, not Godzilla, Kong dropped the axe. So fine, he's not going to take a swing at me. He did save my life. I'll I'll drop it. Because again, uh, until the second, the third round, where Kong had the axe, Godzilla wasn't looking for the kill. Yeah, he, he twice, you know, first time he like Kong live. Second time, all right, fine, he got the axe and he knocked him down. But the third time's like, all right, you're going to try and kill me. I'm taking you down. So I think Kong understood like. I don't want any of this anymore. Yeah. All it took was a little girl saying Kong is not the enemy. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, they were there to just ship him back home. They never meant to like ship him to fight Godzilla. I do find it funny. Well, actually, no, I do find it funny how like when Godzilla first attacks that plant in Florida and like the news is like break breaking news, you know, five dead from Godzilla. It's like, do you know That's how it? many people like King of the Monsters showed a half, like a quarter of America being fucked up, and we're freaking out over five dead people from a Godzilla attack. 
Really? And five, that's it, out of that entire facility, only five. Yeah, kind of a little unbelievable number there. Yeah, and such a specific number, just five. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty big lab, isn't it? It's a pretty big lab. I know a lot of people running around. You're telling me no falling debris killed someone or just not just five yeah, people? Yeah, just five. It was the five uh, five door guards that didn't want to leave their post. Uh, too dedicated. Um, I'm noticing definitely a sci-fi, like technology level creep happening over these movies. Because um, the first Godzilla was modern day, so modern day choppers, modern day army, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Kong was set during Vietnam War, so that that's fine. But Godzilla Two was like, well, we have this super carrier that's like a battleship in the sky, so we can travel from you know continent to continent to watch the fights. Fine, whatever. It's been a few years. But now you have weird kind of energy weapons. You have facilities that can make Mechagodzilla in under like five, six years. You have uh, an uh, underground system to send your spaceships basically from Florida to Hong Kong in like 12 hours. Yeah. Like, where and is this you can from? also go to it, that different dimension where the monsters come from. Oh, yeah. Where's that whole uh, base in our article? Where was that? When was that built? Yeah. Like, oh, or we built when this decades we, ago. When we did we discover the technology that could actually handle that type of pressure? Uh, yeah, yeah, because he mentions, like, oh, they did an expedition once, and then, but like, as soon as they went in, they got crushed by the gravity. It's like, yeah, well, when was this? Was this the 80s? Was this two years ago? But then, what in the following two years, this company happened to make a device that can do it perfectly? Yeah, like, where, how are they getting their test results? That's true. Because if it goes through, you need something alive on the other side to say, hey, it worked or hey, it didn't. Unless you just lose radio contact. And like, oh, well, it didn't work. We, we don't have radio contact anymore. Yeah, you just assume they're dead, which that would have yeah. been interesting. Like if they got there to the cat, you know, the, the castle at the, in, on, the, on the upside down world, and like maybe she's alive, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like if, you know, if we want to start nitpicking things, like, they could have like explained it better. I'm fine with the technology. I get it. They needed to for the movie, but you could explain how technology crept up that fast. <sighs> crept up. That's uh, that's one way to put it. Um. Yeah. Also, like just going back to like the five to eight people dead from that attack. All of Hong Kong's dead, basically. <laughs> yeah. There's that's no way they they evacuated that fucking city that fast. All right, so in this universe, in this monsterverse, in the past five to six years, Boston is fucked, DC is fucked, and Hong Kong is gone now. We're running out of cities here. Well, there's still New York. For now. Or maybe they don't want to do New York again since the original Godzilla remake back in the early 2000s. The one that wasn't actually Godzilla, it was just dinosaurs. But yeah, we won't get to that. Maybe that's the next monster they'll fight and kill. Hopefully. It's gonna be a Deadpool fake, too. Fake with, uh, it's gonna be Ryan Reynolds fixing everything. We got this Godzilla fixing that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Overall, though, I, th- I think it's a good movie. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, it's entertaining. It is entertaining. Like, unless it was the Godzilla human characters, I was not bored. That's true. And again, th- you know, it's a short movie, just under two hours. You're in and out. You're, they don't waste your time. You know, there's no slow motion like another movie. Oh, listen, man. So 
It's got right my recommendation. Mike, does it have yours? Uh yeah, why not? I say give it a watch. Okay. It's not a long movie. You could get through it. Even if you haven't seen any of the others, it's still a fun movie to watch just because of the fight scenes. Like it's kind of cool. And one thing I will give this movie is that they spent a lot of their money on the CGI for Kong and Godzilla, and it paid off because the CGI for those two are pretty much flawless throughout the entire movie. Agreed. They, they definitely spent the money there. It shows, and it's good because they were going ballsy with a lot of daylight shots. It looks good. It, it does. does. Like they, they really pulled it off. I was impressed like, with a lot of Kong stuff because, mm-hmm. like, when the light hits him a certain way and, like, you see the actual sunshine, like, glimmering off his hair and shit, I was like, okay, you know what? This deserves some respect. But as always, you guys know what we think about the movie. We recommend it. Do you guys recommend the movie? Do you have plans to watch Kong versus Godzilla? If so, let us know what you think about it. As always, find us at Entertainment Expansion on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. As always, thank you for listening. Have a great day.